Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. And today, we bring you... The you're, you're making it all like... It's the, it's the newest one. The fanciest of the fancy. This is like the fancy ketchup of, of the Conjuring movies. The newest of the new. The, the shiny one. Uh, which is uh, The Conjuring 3, which I didn't know was a 3 because they're really doing their best to not have the 3 on there. Well, no. But it's The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It from 2021. Uh, and it's, it's I, I don't know if it came out on, like, in 2021 or if it was like It just came out. out. I think it came out earlier though. No, it didn't. Like for a day. No, it one did of them not. Came, one of them came out like for a day in like January or something. I don't remember. Okay, it wasn't this one. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I, I made fun of your friend, The Conjuring. Good, good grief. Yeah. So did, you, did you hang out with Michael Chavez, the director, for the longest time? Oh, you see how I did that one? <laughs> you did. You stole uh, it right out from under me. Which, you know, apparently he's gotten uh, a... Uh, uh, he's he's familiar with the uh, the Conjuring-style universe, because he uh, did The Curse of La Llorona, Ooh. The Maiden. Uh, oh, and he... Thank goodness... He did uh, some uh, Billie Eilish music video. Which, yeah. Which Billie Eilish music I video? I don't know. I didn't care. Why didn't you? Because I don't up? like Billie Eilish. I, I think she's just bland and whiny. Okay. Well, you know, I like Billie Eilish. I'm I sure you do. That. So you could have figured it was, that one out. It was written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That is such a mouthful. That yeah. is a huge name. Who did uh, The Orphan, mm-hmm. Aquaman, Conjuring 2, um... So if there's continuity issues, we know who to blame in this one. It's definitely not Michael Chavez. He's just doing the do. Like, <clears throat> David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, if you screw this one up, it's it's your head. Well, so, but The Curse of La Llorona, though, was okay, which is what Michael Chavez did direct. So hopefully this one's... That's, a, that's the same thing, though, right? Yeah. Or is it, is it, is it not? It's, it's or a is part it of like... the universe. It, okay. is, it is technically a part of the Conjuring universe. Um... I don't, so, but is it, it has, though? Or, because yes. it's, it's the nun, is it, you know what, let's, the we'll nun, get into it in a little the bit. The nun is a part of the Conjuring universe also, but. Okay, um, this one is starring Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga again. I'm not going to go over their stuff again, but we, we like them. You know they who did. they are. Oh yeah, Conjuring 1 and 2, boom, done. <laughs> but they're, they're good people. And Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Insidious. Wilson. Insidious. Yeah. Also. Yeah. All right. I don't uh, know, what, uh, has Vera Farmiga been in other things? Vera Farmiga? Yeah, yeah, she has. She looks like, um. I always mistake her for for uh, the uh, not Maguire or is it Maguire's sister, the one who was in Batman who died. What? Yeah, they don't look anything alike. They look very similar. They no, have the they same eyes. Don't. And they they got like very worried faces no. all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, anyways, so then we also have Ru- Ru- who Rari. Yeah, Rari O'Connor. Which I was just like, Rari. Rari O'Connor. I wonder if this one takes place in, like, Ireland. It's R-U-A-I-R-I. Yeah. That that one's... Rari. O'Connor. O'Connor. Yep. Uh, Who is in the postcard killings, Teen Spirit, and Handsome Devil. We're going to call them Rue. (laughs) That's that's your name now, Rue. Rue O'Connor. And then we also got uh, Sarah Catherine Hook. Uh, who was in a lot of single episodes of TV. Uh, she did things like Nosferatu, The Valley, Monsterland. So she's she's at least familiar with horror hmm. style, uh, you know, in, in an episodic way, yeah. which this one has gotten to the point where it's like, you know, number three of like 17 in the, <laughs> the universe. Uh, we also got Jillian Hellard, uh, who was uh, Billy Maxenough in uh, WandaVision. Uh, he was uh, young Luke 
in the Haunting of Hill House, uh, and he was the little the little Jack kid in um, yeah, Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's uh, I'm I'm excited to see what he's doing because he was he did very good he's as such the such a cute kid. He did really good as the the wide eyed child for things. Yeah, like he's just like what he reminds me. You know, what he reminds me of is the kid from like Jerry Simon Maguire. Yeah, and Simon Birch. Oh yeah, yeah. That I one. always think of the kid from Jerry Maguire. I think they're the same people. Maybe he was also in a little vampire. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. That was weird. He is so cute. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this one is. Yeah, the thir- it's the third Conjuring, but it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh movie in this, the eighth, universe. Eighth, I'm sorry. Yeah. Eighth one in and, it. Okay, so yeah, yeah, allow your own. Because there's like three or four Annabelle movies. Yeah, because we got we got uh, the two that are are out of it. So it's the Nun and La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got three Annabelles, which was Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home, which. I feel kind of bad because Conjuring, you know, immediately sequelized, you know, even though it was like Conjuring 2 something something. But it was just like The Conjuring 2. It wasn't Annabelle, you know, 1, 2, and 3. It's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Creation Annabelle Comes comes Home, home, which really bad because they all have to have C names now. Because if you do it like the next one is like Annabelle the Destruction, you'd be sitting there going like, the hell is that? That's not a C name. See, because they're all starting with, (laughs) I'm just telling you. And they got the uh, the curse one, which I I was not excited about because it was very curse? much uh, curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was just Sorry, to, to me um, kind of like bland. Oh, it was not. It was pretty creepy, but it wasn't. I think as creepy as it could have been. The guy in that one, the the one who played the Bruja, a Bruja or Bruja? It's, uh, it's... Whole is boy. Okay, so it was uh, the the Bruja was the. Um, he was the guy, I actually like him in a lot of the movies, because he was actually, he played, God, what was it? He was the guy who was in, he was in an episode of, of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, where he plays like this screwed up war guy, which huh. was really kind of cool. But he also plays uh, uh, Domingo Chavez in, um, like, it wasn't like clear, clear and Present Danger, but it was one of those, he's a a um, uh, Tom Clancy character. Love him. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, and he, he, to me, really looks like Domingo Chavez. I was like, oh, that's... That's who I picture when I was thinking about him. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, Mr. C. And I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that one didn't that one didn't quite reach reach a lot of people's um, very high standards. I mean, nobody tells it like Grandma does with La Llorona. Uh, so, yeah. well, that one, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that one was really, you know, it was, you know, what was really putting me off, though, was because it was the 70s. And everything in it was like, it, it was... It, like timeless enough to where you'd be like, well, that's just normal, and you're like, why don't they have, you know, phones? Cell phones? Or it, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, it's because it's the seventies. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, I all guess right. that makes sense. But it's it, like everything else like looked like normal except for the like the clothing that the kids were wearing for a little bit. Yeah, but it's so hard to make it look like yeah, it's from the seventies, especially you, now. You know, roll it back farther then if you're if because that one was original. This wasn't based on the Lorraine, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren stuff. You know, this was based on, you know, let's let's put in a spooky, you know, like thing for it. You know, the funniest thing about the La Llorona movie coming out though was that everything during that summer was La Llorona. Like so. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. La Llorona stuff. I that remember came out. they did like two or three different on Shutter. Yeah, right? there was like a lot of stuff on Shutter. And, and then we had uh, like all the the spooky like the horror themed TV show episodes all had La Llorona's in them. Yeah. I was it was weird stuff. I think she actually made it out like grim. Like, she turned out to be, like, an actual spirit, where in Grimm, everything is just uh, different kinds of, like, men, people. 
Oh, like it, man, animal people. And uh, and uh, they had her in Supernatural, but she wasn't like I don't know. They called her like the woman in white the, or something. The 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 crying bride, something like that. Oh, something, it was yeah. it was the woman in white. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I you think, know why? I, I think, think that was actually one of the first episodes. I think it was because they a didn't want to like have to follow the uh, the the thing for it too well. Like because it's a, it's a fairly easy story. You have a woman, and I'm not going to get into it because that's. That has nothing to do with the movie that we're going to be yeah, doing. Yeah, sorry, here. we're like kind of getting. But off it's, track it's here. interesting to see that. So it's because of that we've had a lot of these kind of movies. Yeah. Um. You know. So I'm I'm interested to see what they're doing. I'm really glad that Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are back on this mm-hmm. one because me too. The continuity of it all is going to be interesting. It's been what four years though since the last one. Are they gonna have the daughter? Or are they gonna like replace her with somebody? Five years. Five I have, years. I have no five idea. Five years. It's been five years since the... Is it? Yeah. Since the, the last one? Yeah, Conjuring 2 was 2016. Huh. Yeah. All right. So, and, you know, they had... I think they had the same... They didn't have the same girl in the second they did. one, did they? Oh, okay. The, so, the yeah. daughter was the same, yeah. Uh, so that... And that was only three years apart, though. Yeah. So that was... It's been... She's been doing this thing since 2013. I don't know. Let's see. So that, that'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll go ahead and pause it here. We'll go ahead and put the trailer up so you can listen to it, too. I haven't even so checked the trailer. I'm excited. Uh, and then we're going to go check this out. We're actually going to be watching this one on uh, HBO Max. Max. Uh, yeah. So that, that kind of worked out for us. We were like, well, we're we going to watch this. Oh, HBO Max. Got <laughs> so, on hey, it. thanks, bro. Oh, hey, for, cool. For uh, letting us. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a thanks. Uh, thanks, Max. You're doing it. Doing it th- today. That really worked out for us. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and check it out on there. But if uh, you have to find it, I think they've got it on other ones. If you don't want to go through Max, you can get it on like Prime for probably like five, six dollars or something like that to rent. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. I kind of like that. The You know, the one, you know, interesting thing, I'm not going to say it was good because the p- pandemic was crap uh, for everybody involved. But one of the interesting things to me is the constant uh, breakout of these uh, these movies to, to both theater and streaming at the same time. So... You know, I get to sit down and watch it, you know, in my underwear. <laughs> to, like, eat, like, a, a steak in front of the, the screen sure, the whole everybody, time. everybody, all of our listeners want to know that, but... They, you know what? They're, they're probably doing the same thing. Yeah. They probably put us up on the hi-fi. They're sitting there like the guy on the uh, the Maxwell tape cartridge. Was it Maxwell? I don't even remember. Okay, so we're going to pause here so that we can go watch this movie. We'll <laughs> right. be right back. See you in a bit. Why you got to freak everybody out? The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. You okay there? Jesus. I think I hurt someone. In 1981, Arnie Johnson pled not guilty. We think this family was cursed. By reason of demonic possession. I am not going before a grand jury and saying he was possessed by demons. Whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. And we're back. We're back. You know, the one thing I will say about these movies is that they really do, especially uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera, 
uh, Farmiga. I'm mm-hmm. going to put both of their names on there. But uh, they do a very good job at... Making you believe that they're a married couple. Yes. But, like, <laughs> they have such not just, chemistry. like, the married couple part, but, like, the, the constant, like... You know, ah, you know, married couples thing, <laughs> especially in this one because uh, it's taken place in '81, and they're older in this one. They mm-hmm. you're like they did a, a couple of things to her hair, uh, they did a couple of things to him to make them look older because everything else was in the '70s, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, so. Yeah, I think it was like '71 in the last one. Yes. This uh, is... So this is like ten years later. Yeah. Which what this is, you know. They do have the daughter in there. She the daughter is older. So yeah, so this one's about eight years after the last one. So the fact that they're, they're the same people that are in it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, start us off, man. What do you what happens? <laughs> so um, we start off um, with a, an eight year old uh, David who is um, possessed. Actually, so we start off and they're um, reading from the Bible, and you know Ed and Ed and Lorraine are like, you know what, let's take a break. Yeah, so. this is this is Julian Hillard uh, doing the uh, the possession thing, and he, uh, you know, he's he's not having to do too much in this movie with the the screaming and the oh my god, this is a, but so he good, he's feeling the Simon Birch kind of like fuzzy headed kid thing. I mean, he's 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 the so good. Jerry Maguire feel. He he's a good possessed kid. Like scared the shit out of me. I, I know. Freak I mean, you he, out. He did a good. Oh well, because they they do this contortion thing later on where, and they, I guess they both did it. They right? both did it. Yeah. yeah, like everybody was doing the contortion. I if think you're they, possessed, you become a contortionist. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, and it's like, do they? Is he a contortionist? Can uh, he really do that? And like, it was no, just no, decently honey. done CGI. I was a little surprised by it. it but so yeah, he, he still has that like kind of like, oh my god. You know, like, you know, I'm a kid, you know, he's kind such, of feel to it. He's such a cute But kid. he's doing a good job in this one. He's totes possessed. Um, so, um, we actually, whenever they say that they're going to take a break, um, Arnie, so they're, who they're, we're introduced to. We're, we're doing a, like, they're, they're inside this damaged-ass house. It's, like, busted to hell. There's three claw marks all over the dang place, so it kind of gives me this feeling like, um... I don't think the claw marks were there yet. Yeah, they? no, there were uh, the 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 new claw marks that we get are later on, but there are, are like slashes all over the place because I was like, Jesus Christ, what's happening in here? Uh, but they're doing some kind of uh, they're they're like doing a vigil. They're like sitting there with the kid. They're just praying over him, uh, and that's when they decide that they're gonna go ahead and have the the moment, which was funny because uh, Patrick Wilson was wearing the the big glasses, right? I, I don't remember seeing those in. Uh, he wears them to read, like every once in a while. Oh, okay, because I, I didn't see that. I, I don't remember it in Conjuring Two that much, but maybe that was the the thing. But it's like these are like big fatty glasses too. Mm-hmm. These are like huge, like eighties glasses. Uh, the nice thing also too was the uh, the the assistant guy is in on this one too. Yeah, the uh, same guy from the previous ones. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, they, yeah, so break. Arnie Arnie takes um, David upstairs. Arnie's talking to him. They're obviously close. Um. The David, the little boy, asks Arnie when he's going to propose to his sister, and Arnie's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's just they're, they're establishing a connection there, which is very important." And then, which also doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Later on, we'll go into it, but uh, that was like, wait, what? Uh, the other thing that was really kind of funny in this one was the entire house is just f to hell. But God damn it, if that kid didn't have his light braid on, yeah, and it said, <laughs> it said David's room. David's room. I was like, okay. Um, and it's at this point that a priest comes to the house. Now, a pr- the priest gets out. It's very exorcist looking. Um, he steps out of the taxi, stares up at the house, 
and then proceeds to go in. It's I think that's actually a, like a bit in ordination school. Like you like before you get to take your vows, like they they put you in front of a a smoky like or, or like a foggy house with the light shining down on you. It's like ah, it doesn't look right. Sorry, you're out of the priesthood, son. Yeah. Yeah. Go go be a Unitarian. This doesn't no. Get out of here. <laughs> you're not gonna be no exorcist. Um. So the the priest comes inside, and it's at this point that we go back to David. David actually hears banging coming um, from, I guess, outside of the room. And so he quickly jumps up, runs into the restroom, slams the door. Something tries to get into the door. He hides in the um, the I was gonna say toilet. It, it was a, it toilet. was a giant like Bathtub. old school like yeah. s- like metal tub with uh it, it's it's got those high walls on it too i was like freaked out by it's like that. one of those sit like you can lay like in it you all can, the way in it tub. like it's you know if you need to like like defrost an entire side of cow like that's what you put it in kind of deal <laughs> uh but it's it like it was weird and you know i i bring this up because it, it actually does take place for a reason but the um the uh, shower curtain goes all the way around and all the way down into the uh, the the tub. Yeah, like it, it was it, like weird though. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a long shower yeah. curtain. Um, so you know, you hear something uh, sounds kind of like a knife scraping or something. But you actually um, you see David look up and he sees a hand that's on the very top rung of the curtain, and so. You hear the knife, and then it cuts out to David screaming. And uh, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. The 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 uh, shower actually turns on, and it splurts blood at him. I'm and having, then he starts screaming. The at the at the beginning of this movie, I was having a whole lot of a Nightmare on Elm Street kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could And then um, so David's screaming. Everybody runs upstairs to David. David actually is seen in the corner. Runs out full speed, stabs his dad. Yeah, right the, in the leg. The room is is busted to hell, and he's got a piece of glass in his hand. It, I thought it was a knife. I, it was either a, no, no. It was a piece of glass. It was a piece of glass, or the, or like the, I think it was the mirror. Because I thought that was like the knife unsheathing mm. or whatever. Okay. No, it was it was a it was a busted ass piece of glass. But it, it was if you look in there, like so, the rest of the the bathroom is destroyed, and then you look at it, and then the mirror is shattered. And he runs up, and he just jams it into the dad's leg, and he starts like twisting it, and the dad looks like um he looks like Jimmy Spitz from uh, Tommy Knockers, and he's just like. Oh! Yeah, so like he's, he's freaking out for obvious reasons. That's scary as hell to see your tiny little kid, you know, come and then he stabs you in the leg. Um, so right before he gets another stab in, um, Ed Warren, um, you know, picks him up, you know, gets the gets the thing out of his hand, tries to drag him downstairs. This is where all the rest of the claw marks come from, because he is just holding on to every single wall for dear life. So he's not even touching the wall, though, like as he's he's. Ed's got him in the, his arms. He starts yanking him out, which everybody just ditched the dad upstairs who's with this, like, gaping leg wound. And he, he's, like, running downstairs. Well, he gets, like, held. Like, he's, like, like something's holding on to something. And so Ed pulls harder, and then claw marks come on the wall, like, probably four or five feet away from the kid. So every time he stops, though, there's a new claw mark as he's yanking him harder down. So and, it's like something's trying to hold him yeah. back. But also, like... Like, far away from, like, he's he's got, like, huge arms, which mm-hmm. makes sense when you think about how big that lady is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll get on that. So, um, they start the exorcism on David. All kinds of crazy shit happens. Lorraine actually gets a vision. Um, the priest gets knocked out. I'm, like, trying to go through this exorcism pretty fast. It's pretty intense. Um, so the priest gets knocked out by a flying plate. Um, Ed 
Ed ends up um, taking over for the priest. And then um, Arnie actually gets thrown. And Arnie's trying to fight with, you know, he, he gets David and he's trying to fight with it. And so he picks up David and he's like, no, you know, take me, take me. Uh, so at this point, they, uh, like they lose control of the kid. And uh, he like bounds on top of Ed and like, I'm going to stop your heart. So that's when Ed starts like, <gasps> and that's when Arnie grabs him. It's like, no, take me. And that's when he's like, he gets soul sucked into there, which was actually a decent uh, kind of effect. They they made his eyes fuzz over, which I guess it was like a dead body. It kind of reminded me of that, uh, that bloated corpse thing that they had at that last episode of uh, Love, Death and Robots. Ew. Yeah, you remember that one? The the one that was like the giant man washed up on the ocean? Yeah. It, yeah, he had the mm-hmm. same kind of like pale crud all over his eyes. So and that, it you know, comes off the kid and it goes on to, to Arnie. And then, uh, unfortunately, Ed's like, oh, my heart. Ed has a massive heart attack. So Ed actually ends up going to the hospital. Um, unfortunately, Ed, you know, has this massive heart attack right before he's able to tell anybody that it has passed to Arnie. So it's not gone. It has just transferred. <sighs> so, um, it ends up, uh, Arnie's girlfriend, um, ends up waking him up. They work at a kennel. This is where we meet Bruno, the drunk friend, I guess. Who's also, like who's also the manager of this kennel. And like their landlord or something like that. It's yeah. it, like the kennel is inside of this weird house. And it, it's like, they got like parrots up on the wall and crap like that like not like like live parrots inside of cages that are up on top of like a like a the staircase and stuff it was weird yeah it's just it was just an all-around weird area and it's trying to show their relationship together like how all of them are are friends but they're not like bruno's just kind of a douche um it was the 80s you just had to be friends with whoever had a big hi-fi system i guess and 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 it was just <laughs> It was just odd. Um, oh my gosh, weird thing with the cereal happens. So, um, Arnie, oh my gosh, so, so they're all having a picnic outside. Um, this is after Arnie tries to convince his girlfriend that they should leave. They should get out of the city. Mind you, Arnie is still possessed at this point. So, they're having this barbecue thing between friends. And so she asks um, Arnie to go get a plate of meat. <laughs> I, li- I like that it was like a post like possession like barbecue. It's like it's like, well, you you done kicked the demon, son. It's time for some weenies and, and a couple of burgers right out on the charcoal. Hey, son, you soon to be son-in-law Arnie, go inside, grab me some stuff, and if you see a rat, leave it alone. Don't touch it. So there was a rat in the cereal. You think that it's some like weird, like kinetic thing because of the demon. It's not. It's a giant ass rat. It's huge. So the rat actually ends up um, pushing the cereal box over, runs out, runs into this big, weird, moldy hole that's in the wall. Um, and of course, you know, Arnie sticks his finger in it. He's, he like, he's like staring through it. And I'm, I'm sitting there waiting for it to like, you know, run out and eat him. But... Which it doesn't. But Arnie actually turns around and wah! Yeah. The creepy evil woman. So she's listed as the occultist. Uh, you actually might recognize this lady from, uh, she apparently was in one of the Hunger Games movie. Uh, she looks, she's got like, like a, she's bony. She she's looks like huge. A, she looks like a female Doug Jones. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. She looks like, she, she, yeah, but she's like 6'1". 
So she's like a giant, like, willow lady. And she's, ugh. She's very lanky and bony. And she, like, spooks him. Very, and, very creepy. For, and, for, for good reason. And already has, him. like, a, like a conniption. He's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so that, so that Which, happens. Admittedly, I would do the same thing. The lady is dressed in all black. She looks like a school marm from, like, the 1800s. Like, just very, like, she's going to be a governess, and she's going to sit there, and she's going to teach her kids, but it's going to be terrifying for everybody involved. And you're too scared to get rid of her, even though the kids are 20. Ugh. So that Ugh. so that happens. Obviously, it left a big impression on John. She was spooky. She was very spooky. Anyway. So um, nothing happens after that. Like Arnie, Arnie, Arnie ends up going to work. So you see him up a tree. He's like pulling down a kite or something and has a chainsaw. And he's like trying to, I guess, cut down this tree. Well, in the back, you can see the same lady, the same evil looking lady who is peering at him from the window. So you can see her in the background. They do a lot of that in this movie where there's a lot of like background things for you to look for. Um, so Arnie turns around and of course she's not there. Um, he could not for the life of him get the damn chainsaw working. And it's only whenever he turns around to look at her who's not there, does a chainsaw work. He drops it, almost drops it on somebody. And it, it's like, I guess it's a 1980s version because it, it did not have a kill switch. It did. It just was like all the way down, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" And so, so he he drops the chainsaw. The guy freaks out. Um, it's at this point that Ar- Arnie is just done, and he looks like crap now. Yeah, like he is. He's, he's he already looks kind of he, sickly. He looks a little crisp and glovery. He looks a little willardy. He's but like sweaty, sweaty willard. So it's a, so it's at this point that Ed, uh, Ed wakes up in the hospital, um, and tells Lorraine it's Arnie. Like, it's transferred to Arnie. It's not gone. Arnie's Arnie's got the bad stuff. He's got the bad juju. Um, goes back to the house. Arnie's just getting back from work. And Bruno is drunk already. It's like noon, and he's shit-faced. Yeah. So Arnie feels sick. Bruno's like, no, man, you gotta, you gotta fix my, my, uh, my radio, and then you're gonna drink with me. And Arnie just keeps looking worse and worse as it goes. Um... He's seeing things. He's seeing Bruno dancing with his his girl. I, I don't remember what her name is. Debbie. Sure. So so Arnie's dan- or uh, Bruno's dancing with Debbie. Um, and in his vision, they're very close. Very very. They're dancing awkwardly close together. And then it goes out of his vision, and they are like two feet away from each other, like nowhere near each other at all. Like she is like super nut. Like I'm not gonna. She's dance. not digging. Like, she's it. like, I'll dance with you, but like you're gonna be over there. I'm gonna be over here. We're gonna keep a coffee table between us. Yeah, like it was. It was super weird. Well, as long as you shut up after this, because my boyfriend looks like he is having a problem. And this is when uh, Lorraine tries to call the. Uh, I, I don't even know who this guy was. Well, well, so. Um, I guess the sheriff. So, oh, oh, but he sees him as a monster first. Uh, he sees him as a monster afterwards, I think. Like, yeah. yeah. So what happens, uh, from what I remember at least, is um, uh, Lorraine tries to call the sheriff. Okay, was that, okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Okay, so fine. So, yeah, Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine calls the sheriff. Um, there's going to be a tragedy. There's going to be a tragedy. You need to get there right now. Yeah. So Arnie at this point is already is already seeing shit. He sees Bruno. Bruno actually turns into a monster and it looks like he's attacking Debbie, his his girlfriend. So he pushes Debbie out of the way and is like standing in between them. That monster looked a little like uh, the kid monster from Demon Knight. 
Like when, when it like it was like the uh, long lanky and yeah, he got you but know, not like, his but not, not his not, jaw, the, not the big jaw but like still like and yeah. it, it, like the tall and like hair down in the face and the big long arms and it was it was a decent kind of effect it was that creepy. they were doing yeah so so he he sees Bruno like that and it's really really creepy well you know he pushes he pushes Debbie off to the side he ends up going into like some really really dark little room and. It, it does the thing wherever it gets really dark in one corner, which is obviously the corner that you're supposed to look in because something's going to pop up right there. And then you see Bruno running on all fours with his eyes really glowy and creepy looking. And so he like runs at him and so he has a knife and so he ends up stabbing him and you hear him stab him repeatedly. Arnie Arnie stabs Bruno yes. uh, at this point. He's, he's stabbing the living shit out of him too. Cause it's, 22 I think it, times. I think it goes red and he's like... It's supposed to, well, it's not that song, but it's supposed to follow the song that they're listening to. Which was, um, God, it's, it's, uh, Color Me. Uh, the, Color Me, oh, Color Baby. Call Me, or Call Me? That's Call Me. Well, that was the song. Yeah, it was Color. Yeah, because that's the same thing that the guy was, uh, singing. The, the creepy guy that was, like, singing inside of the prison later on. He's like, Call Me. Oh, I did not know that's color the song that he was singing. Your color, baby. Like, yeah. uh, really? Like, I'm like, this shouldn't be a spooky movie. Like, I just, I love that concept, though. Like, I'm just like, wake me up before you go, go. Like, just, just evil versions of songs that shouldn't. <laughs> well, be you evil. hate it whenever they do that. Well, no, I, I, I hate it when they do the like the slow like. There is no doubt. You're in deep. I hate that, but like, if there was a spooky guy singing it, like you know, trying to freak people out, that'd be great. The the let's go ahead and sing it slowly to make it the sexy but sad or spooky version of it. That I hate. But uh, yeah, we continue on. At this point, this is uh, we we have the cop like driving down the highway. It's like I guess I'll check out what that tragedy might be. Oh, there's a. There's a boy with just covered in blood. Yeah, so Arnie huh. Arnie is uh, possessed. He's very, very much possessed whenever he's walking down the street. And then the cop comes. And, of course, Arnie stops being possessed at that point. So he's like, I think I hurt somebody. <sighs> he he full-on to Tom Hanks's and, and Maze's monster. There was blood on my knife, Kate. So, so I killed somebody. I think I killed somebody. So they end up going to... Um, Oh my gosh! So they so he ends up going to jail, and then I think they're trying to at this point they start they're trying to convince the lawyer his yeah. lawyer well, that that it was a demonic possession. They do a test on him by like having some stuff in front of him, uh, holy water cross, uh, have him reading from the Bible. So they're like, well, if he can, you know, like we didn't get a reaction when he put stuff down, like the holy water and the the cross there. Uh, so obviously that that didn't piss the demon off enough, and and he can't be possessed, otherwise he wouldn't be able to read from the Bible. Yeah, which I'm so, like. So he's no longer possessed uh, okay. at that point. But they're like, quick, let's talk to the lawyer to figure out what we can do here. And the lawyer's like, there's no freaking way. Like everything points to him stabbing this guy Bruno 22 times. There's no way. And they're like, okay, well, what about demonic possession? And she's like, yeah, I'm not putting that in court. There's no way that you can prove that. And. You know, Ed, Ed is very much of the, you know, the court believes in God. The court needs to start believing in the devil, too. Yeah. The court believes in God, obviously, whenever you put your hand on the Bible to swear them in. So, obviously, it needs to be there. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, it checks out. So, they have to figure out a way to prove it. And, you know, the lawyer's like, well, if you can't convince me, then how are you going to convince the court? He says, you know what? Come over for dinner. We'll convince you. 
And I want to know what the hell happened during that dinner. Well, yeah, me too, actually. Because he's like, he's like, yeah, we'll introduce you to Annabelle. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does say that. It's like, look, if you're going to do this, we're, we're going to... I don't know if they ran with it, though. Oh, my gosh. I really, like... that would have like, been interesting. I really wish they had shown it, because they don't. All that they do is that she's just like, all right, fine. And then the next day, they show her in court, and she's, like, scared shitless. Oh, okay. They must have shown her Annabelle. Yeah, right? they showed although, her something. Although, you know what would have been funny? It's just like, obviously, the devil's real, because that fried chicken that I had night, last night was from, like, heaven. It was heavenly. Oh my gosh, you worked really hard on that. I worked really, I was trying to think you like. You trying. I was like, what's a good way to do it? Yeah. That doesn't sound weird because I actually <laughs> like the, the people in this movie. Oh no, I'm screwing it up. It's too what late. Are, yeah, it's too late. It's just a bail, emergency je- joke, or, you know, joke. So, junk. So, Quick, so bring something else up. Okay, honey, I'm trying. Oh God. Shut up so I can try to move on. So that happens. Um, Arnie's actually uh, with his lawyer in the courtroom. Lawyer looks freaked out and lawyer the lawyer says he is pleading not guilty by demonic possession. Dun, dun, dun. And then uh, the uh, the you know judge pulls him into to corners and he's like sitting there he's like judge I've seen things I've seen some shit I, I see that I see turn you white that'll turn you white <laughs> that's what I was trying to do dang the it the judge is just looking it. at her like Perry Mason it's like yes <laughs> I believe that so that so court lets out the lawyer says all right now y'all need to prove it it's y'all's job to find proof so. They do. So they try to go back to wherever it first started. This is wherever we figure out how David, the little boy, was originally possessed. Um, Five months before, uh, in 1981, he's like... They're moving they're, into a house. Yeah. So it's, it's a brand new house. The way that all scary movies typically start. Brand new house, moving in. There's a waterbed that's there. We don't know if it was there previously or it's if full, it was though. just moved yeah. in. I mean, it's like... It's pretty full. And so he's having a good old time and he's like stepping on it. Which just pisses me off because I, my parents used to have a waterbed and I'm just like, you don't do that. So, <laughs> You're going to get mad. They're going to spank you, man. Don't do it. <laughs> so, so he's, he, so he lays down on it. It's super relaxed. And it's at this point that you see something in the waterbed. Yep. And, um. It was Johnny Depp. It was. <laughs> it was, it was Johnny Depp. He just, he's been stuck in there this whole time. It was super creepy. And then, and then, so he, he looks around, he's kind of freaked out. He's like, oh my God, what? what? Oh, okay. And then you see a face that's right next to his face. And then he, he gets up. He's pretty freaked out. He's slowly backing off the bed. And a hand pops out of the water bed. Water everywhere. He's trying to suck him into the into the water bed and kill him. He manages to get off. His sister finds him and is giving him a hug. And is like, oh, my God, are you okay? And that's whenever it starts. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the house and it turns out that they moved the waterbed, but that there's a rug there. She said it's, uh, the sister said it's because um, there was damage to the floor from where the waterbed was. That is not water damage. Yeah, it was like, I've seen water damage, you know, okay, it's a couple of warped floorboards. No, no, this was like, this was like moldy and nasty and like, it's still like, it looked like there was like, somebody had a fire and then mold. Like it was, it was, it was like, real. It was just all it was around like just bubbly gross. and stuff. I was just like, Jesus, no! Yeah, it was just all around just a gross area. Um, so, um, Lorraine goes under the house to check this Ed, out, and Ed is worried about her ruining her dress. He's like, no, you can't go under there. He's like, he's really trying. Of course, he's sitting there with like a um, with a cane, with a cane. So he's he's just had a damn coronary. But he's like, no, I'll go down. And she's just like, hell no, you're not gonna do. It's like, well, well, you'll ruin your dress. And she's like, just hold my purse. Yep. So she crawls down, Bitch. rats everywhere, like 
tons of rats everywhere. And then she goes to this little plastic area right underneath where the room was, where the big, where the damage was on the floor. Um, and, and there's you this can tell little... where it is because it's like dripping from the ceiling. Oh, it's so gross looking. Oh. And so you see something covered in a cloth. And so she takes, you know, she she luckily she doesn't touch with her hands. I was like, ew, don't touch it. So she uses like a little metal piece or something that was underneath the house. These rats are swarming the area. And so she moves it around. She takes the cloth off. And it's an effigy? It's a bone totem. It's it's creepy something like looking. A little effigy, totem, something like it's, that. It's super creepy. It's it's definitely the satanic. Yeah. It's, it's not the happy totems. It's a bad totem. Yeah. It's very, very creepy looking. Um, so she ends up taking pictures and they print the pictures. They're talking amongst themselves and they're like, you know, we really got to figure out what the hell this thing is. You know, send this out to the cops. See if they've ever, like around the area, see if they've seen anything like it. Well, the father who was with him um, since the, since the exorcism Priest. says, yeah, uh, says hey you know there's a there's a person who we may be able to talk to about this his name is father um uh kackner kastner kastner or something like that yeah kackner um it's the guy from fringe the older the older guy from fringe who was uh pacey's dad uh from that one yeah 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 so um so he's so they go and see him he actually lives in like a little like a barn kind of but it's right next to this river it's beautiful like it's really really pretty a pretty little area it's like a mill house but a it's, mill house there yeah, you go That's it's, it's beautiful inside because it's like old school wood and all this other stuff it's, it's so pretty it's pretty uh, so, <laughs> so they, they meet him and he doesn't shake hands which I thought was really weird but he's like I have chicken shit on my hands and it was funny the reason why I, I, I think he was just kind of pissed off that they were there because it you know obviously means that my daughter done something wrong or, you know like could be anything like that maybe we, we, he, don't, we he don't know did... he has a daughter yet yeah Anyways. Yeah, we're spoiling the hell out of this movie, by the way. Yeah, so uh, so he's introduced. He actually shows them um, his his war room, as John called it. Um, so Ed and Lorraine Warren have a, you know, a room that has all of the creepy stuff. Um, Annabelle and, you know, trinkets and all that other stuff. The well, creepy he uh, has, clown, you know, mirror thingy. Yeah, from the first movie. So he has a room like that as well, but he actually um, was studying the occult. So he was he, he broke up a band of Satanists who apparently had at least a little bit of power because they, they uh, caused the lead attorneys, uh, the, pro, uh, the lead uh, prosecutors. prosecutor's uh, wife to miscarry. Uh, not miscarry, but like give birth way too early, and the, I guess I, I guess that would technically, you know. And then the, the baby, the baby died, or something. Well, the baby's heart was born was um, the baby was born with heart outside of its body six weeks early. So I assume death because then the mom commits suicide. The mom commits suicide like yeah. a week later by so, by putting her head on it like a train track. So, ooh, ooh. like a so, penny. Yeah, so it's so it's super awful what these people are obviously capable of doing. And, um, and I was actually he, really angry about the whole thing because this room is covered in like cobwebs and creepy and all this other stuff. I'm like, how the hell are you going to find anything in there? Have a system at least. Well, that's, Alphabetize this crap. It's actually really funny because Ed is like, is there a Dewey Decimal system to all this? Or? He's just like, <laughs> good luck, fucker. Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, nah, no, nah, not really. Good luck. Yep. So um, Some of it may be covered in chicken shit, too, so, so deal so, with it. So one of the things that he points out, because even John was like, well, why? Why are they doing this? And he says, the why is irrelevant. Like, basically, they're just bad fucking people. Like, they're just bad people. 
So that this is why they do it because it's something bad. Yeah. The, the the concept for this and the the thing that I was kind of interested in was was the the kind of motivation for the the bad guys. But apparently, at least from what he was saying, was um, these are like little traps, and you put them out there, and you do it just to be an asshole. Like there's no because it's cursed. Yeah, and then so it's a cursed area, and so... you you gain things out of it, but you also just get to be a dick to somebody, which I think makes it even more you know, powerful or something like that because you're you're not even attacking people for any reason. You're just mm-hmm. trying to cause pain. Um, so that was terrible. Yeah. And this is actually wherever it shows the creepy woman again. Um, so she's doing evil shit at her altar. We don't really know what she's doing just yet. It's a damn nice altar, too. Like, if you're like, man, I need to have a Satanist altar, like, that's the one that you would have. Like, oh bunch of books, a no. lot of cobwebs, like, giant, like, goblet of, of stuff that you keep setting on fire and then drinking out of. Uh, blood all over the dang thing that's, like, really old. You've been, you've been sacrificing on this big piece of crap for, like, a long time. Only problem with it, uh, centralized pillar, giant rectangle on top, so there's absolutely nothing that'll keep it uh, from uh, breaking apart if you, uh, you know, like, or, or sliding off if you put it onto the side or something. Oh, okay. You know, it'll, it'll like, flip. It's like a, it, it looks like a seesaw. It's very top-heavy. It, it looks like it's going to flip over. Like, she's going to put, if you put too many drinks on one side, it'll go, whoop. So, so Arnie, back to the story. So Arnie's actually mopping in jail. This is where the creepy woman comes in because she's doing something at her creepy little altar. And we see Arnie in jail. He's mopping. Um, he actually hears breathing. And um, the bucket that he's mopping with randomly dumps over. The guard who's watching him is like, so are you going to pick that up? Pick up that can, citizen. And so he's just like, oh, yes, you know, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. And so he goes to pick it up. It's underneath a, a bed, and it goes shooting off into the distance. He he freaks out, scrambles, jumps back. Um, we we see that there's an inmate that is behind him who's in the who's in the bed. They're like they're in like the nursing ward or something like that. That's why he's mopping up in there. Yeah. So so the the guy um, the guy who was sleeping just a little bit ago um, wakes up. And starts singing that weird song that John was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, it's at this point that we see the, the I guess, Bruno monster. Yes. It's, it's the Bruno monster, It's the Bruno right? monster. Yeah. So. Um, it lunges at him and then the lights turn off and then come back on and it turns out he's just been being you know, spaz. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's he's on the ground he's getting. He's just freaking out. Getting, everybody's uh, like, what the hell are you doing? Like a uh, dog pile right on top of him. Mm. Um, the evil lady walks away. So it's obvious that this evil lady is the one that is causing all this bad shit to happen to Arnie. Whew. Then they actually end up um, getting a call from a detective who is in Massachusetts who says, hey, I've seen that weird creepy skull thing. Y'all should come over here and check it out. So they do. They drive 180 miles away all the way to Massachusetts and talk to this detective. The detective says that um, a kid, a, a girl whose name's uh, Jessica, I think, um, actually stabbed her friend 22 times and they have not been able to find her. 22 is is definitely a a repeated number on this, yeah. Yeah. Um, So they're like, okay, well, let's see the file. He goes, no, no, no. No, no, you're supposed to be helping me. So whenever y'all help me, then, you know, we can figure this whole thing out. And Lorraine said, and Ed's getting pissed off because he's like, damn it, just, you know, we need help. So Lorraine's like, all right, fine. I help you. You help me. I will help you find this girl, and you will help us by giving us the case file. Because I have mad skills. You know, I, I am the magic. And he's like, you're not the magic. And he's like, I'll, I'll prove it. And Ed's like, 
you're not going to prove it. She doesn't need to prove it. She's not some sideshow freak, my wife. Don't you do that to her. And then Sergeant's like, all right, I got three knives. Which one's that? And Lorraine's like, that one. He's like, oh. Oh. (laughs) And it's really funny because everybody in the station is waiting for her to answer. And she answers right. And they're all, huh. And then like one guy like hands five bucks to the other one. It was, it was like really nicely good. Nicely done. Yeah, it was really good. So um, they actually, so then the detective obviously decides that he's going to, you know, let them help, let them help him find this girl. Um, they There's a little banter back and forth between them. They're driving out in the middle of the sticks, you know, trying to find the the place. Uh-huh. And, and Lorraine actually says, hey, you missed the turn. It was back there. And he's like, oh. Oops. So he, he turns around and they proceed to go find um, the trail. So Lorraine uses her her spooky wham bam powers and so she finds the trail that the girls took now it's really creepy the way that this i like the way that they brought this out because you see her it gets dark um you can't see ed and the detective anymore you can only see her it's nighttime obviously yes like in the the room now but like yeah 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 it gets dark yeah and then you can see a hand on the tree trunk behind him and you're like, is that what I think it is? And so she turns around and there's this hand and it's slowly like creaking back and disappears around the corner. Well, two girls pop out of the behind the tree. <laughs> it's just it's just a little jump scare. So she follows the girls. Um, the girls end up um, as she's running, Ed and the detective have to run after her. Mind you, Ed has just had a huge, massive heart attack. He is trying real hard, that poor man, and is like, oh my God, just chill out stop running and so she keeps running and every time we switch over to seeing ed and the the detective guy uh it's sunny and then every time we go back to lorraine it's dark as hell yeah so it's it's kind of jarring especially during this period of time uh they did some decent camera work there's there's actually a part later on uh where it was freaking amazing i was actually kind of angry that they didn't do that throughout the the entire show but of course it would have made it a little less special yeah but you know then we see the girls having a good time you know, it's like, oh, I got a, a shiny thing for you. I have a bracelet for you, a it friendship re- bracelet. It reminds me of the ones that we made in high school. So apparently they were in college. Yeah. They did not look like they were even older. They Like, I thought they were middle schoolers. They, they, well, to me, they looked like they were high schoolers. They looked like but, they were, like, yeah, kids. But yeah, they definitely didn't look like they were in college. Yeah. So um, you see you see Lorraine, and so she has, like, you know, she. Uh, it's obvious that she's, you know, doing the whole friendship bracelet thing. Would well, you put it on me? Well, then you see... Lorraine like stab something like making the motion of stabbing well this is whenever Jessica stabs her friend and she stabs her 22 times um we keep flipping between her doing it and then it was like then it was Lorraine doing it so we're watching Lorraine stab the shit out of her and then we're like switching to uh Ed watching Lorraine stab the ground and it's like fist. okay she's like stop it honey please this is enough all right all right it's enough it's enough you, it's you're enough. making us look bad so so she he, he pulls her hand away she wakes up the girl I guess freaked out ran away so Lorraine of course follows that in her steps runs 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 this is the part wherever you see it in the trailer wherever she's about to fall off of the ledge yeah it was actually pretty interesting what they do on this thing because uh so ed grabs her hand and it's the the hand where the knife would be and the girl drops the knife so it was kind of a cute little like oh well did ed drop the knife or did she just freak out and drop the knife well you know or like is it what caused it you know did did ed you know time jump or something like that with the grabbing of the knife was there a connection there (laughs) and that's when she she peels the hell out of course ed's falling her ass it's like he 
Yeah, yeah. So so uh, Lorraine ends up running. She runs all the way to the edge of the cliff. She's about to fall off. She stops just in time. Ed sees her. He's like, Lorraine! She's like, Ed! And then it's at this point that a creepy dead hand reaches up and then grabs her and pulls her down. So, of course, she sli- she's sliding off. Ed makes, like, a freaking winning baseball slide like catches her right on time right under gravity yeah uh, grabs her pulls her back up (sighs) and then you know it turns out like we she this is where the the kid died uh we've got the emt out there like five minutes later where like the they they find the girl like the the cops are finding the girl they find the body but the emt is like handing ed a uh i guess a nitro pill or something like that he's like you gotta put it on your tongue and he's just like, yeah, I, I've got those. I forgot it. And he's like, don't fucking do that anymore. And, and Lorraine's like, are you serious? You forgot it. And so she's, he's just like, oh, sorry. Oops so they, uh, the detective comes up and is like, you know what? They found the body. It's we can't. I mean, we can't positively identify that it's her yet. We're gonna have to use her dental records. But we've searched this place twice. Like we wouldn't have found. I had to pull teeth to get it out here, and, and I wouldn't have done it if it hadn't been for you. You know, and they found her. So that's all. I was literally saying that right now. I know, but I I like that. I just like the way he did it, and I wanted to do it. Uh huh. Uh huh. So um, he's like, "I'll get you the case file in the morning," which was very nice. (laughs) So, so they end up getting the case file, um, doing more research and stuff like that, and good grief! I think they at this point they decided that they needed to see the body. Like, was that the like we switch over back to? to what's his name, uh, like doing something? Was it? Was it? He was going to be put in solitary, right? And he was going to kill himself, or they were worried about uh, it. Arnie's girlfriend um, calls up. Shoot. Yeah, that's right. She calls him while they're in the uh, the motel, and they're like, "He's oh, because because she went. She and the kid went to go see Arnie, and yeah, the, yeah. So she and she and David went to go see Arnie. Arnie looks like shit. Like it, just it total him. Just that's total right. shit. Um. So he's talking, and he's just like, no, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And David's looking at him the whole time, and David goes, it's really cold in here, right? And Arnie goes, yeah, it's freezing. It's like they're trying to, like, freeze us out of here. He goes, yeah, I remember that. I remember being cold all the time, and I remember it talking to me all the time. So what is it telling you? And that's when she calls him up, and she's freaked out because it's telling him to kill, kill himself. himself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they they decide at this point that they they can't wait for you know they got to figure out what's going on with the the dead girl's body. But uh, they put Arnie on suicide watch, and then they um, the father gives him holy water. They tell him to to go to, yeah talk to the father. The father gives him holy water in a little little jar, and he sprinkles that around himself to to protect him. While that's happening, they bust into a green it's like greener, green pastures funeral yeah, home. Green pastures funeral home, which apparently is the the town morgue. Uh, they go in there, and then they they find like. One really creepy, like, gooey body, and then they're like, nope, that's not the right one. And then, of course, Lorraine, like, walks directly over to the actual creepy, gooey body that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, she touches the, the dead, gooey body because she decides that while she was um, doing the extra, while they were doing the exorcism on David, she noticed that she could see something. She couldn't tell what it was. And then later on, she realized that it's a connection. So it's a connection between the person who was actually causing all of this and 
the person who's who it's affecting so she decides okay i'm gonna touch this gooey dead body and it's hopefully the connection will still be there and i can see who's doing this it's ugly too it's a it's a nasty they did a good job on the makeup because oh i don't know if it was even a makeup or they just had like some kind of jelly film arm or or something like that yeah let's just have like i hope it was just a prop because otherwise it's like oh gosh it was so gross but uh yeah so she grabs hold of that thing she walks around for a little bit and then walks through they've got these uh this big plastic screen up uh like a meat locker yeah and she walks through it and she's in a dark cave cave thingy yeah Yeah. um so she can you can hear a train in the background you can hear water like dripping um she's slowly walking through there she's telling ed what she's seeing this whole time she sees a woman who is at the altar and she's doing something so she realizes that she's looking through the the lady's the woman's eyes eyes. yeah Yeah. so she stops her because she knows that something is happening she sees arnie's picture there she knows that something bad is happening to arnie so arnie's doing this thing like this whole time like so arnie arnie takes the little uh holy water bottle and like cracks it and starts using the glass to and she as as he's like rubbing the glass against his his wrist uh the uh occultist witch lady is like rubbing it her finger against her own wrist and that's when Lorraine's like, "F this noise, God says no." Yeah, and she it really is. Blows she, shit around. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, it's at this point that we actually see um, Arnie. So, so, so we see Arnie. He's doing the thing wherever he's cutting himself. He stops as soon as the lady stops, and then luckily the guard who has just been walking back and forth, not even watching him. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, like, well, I mean, he's not supposed to have anything in there, so okay, but it's been like 20 minutes, so yeah, it's still pretty bad. Even then, why wouldn't you give him, like, a holy water, like, a glass? Because it's the 80s, and they couldn't do that. I was like, didn't they have plastic? Nope. Okay, so. Not, not back then. Okay. This was this was in the dinosaur ages. Oh, okay. Now, so. I realize that, that I'm only <laughs> older than you, and we were both born in the 80s. I was like, we were both born but, in the 80s. Yeah, no, we didn't have the plastic back then. Remember? Everything was in glass. Oh, actually, you know, it would have been cute if you had one of those, like, like like a Capri Sun, but full of holy water. <laughs> it would have been funnier if you just drank it. Just kept drinking it the Bloop. whole time. Aha! Can't get me now, Satan. So so Not um, until I have to pee. Oh my gosh! Oh okay. So um so he sees Arnie. He, they're like, oh, he hurt himself. So they save Arnie. But the evil woman can now see Lorraine. So Lorraine realizes that the connection works both ways, which means that she can see Lorraine. Lorraine can see her. It's at this point that. The evil lady um, conjures up... Uh, oh, sorry. The lights go out. Yeah. So the lights go out in the room. It's on like one of those little timers. Um, so Ed, you know, canes on over to the to the light switch, turns it back on. You see a sheet fall off of the table that the dead body was on. <sighs> and it's this gigantic... I called him Thickums. So it was a... You couldn't tell the sex of this person it was either it was it was like, it was just a thing may have been a man may have been a woman the bloating took care of whatever that was going to be it hid the privacy and it's huge so like this is like a like think six two but like like 600, 600 pounds, pounds. Yeah. like this is like a linebacker uh so, and like, it's like <laughs> Lorraine, <I> lo- <laughs> Lorraine you gotta let go of the, the body Lorraine 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 let go of the body Lorraine and so he's just like, and then Thickums uh, runs to attack Lorraine. Um, Ed, you know, drops his cane, basically hauls ass, get, grabs Lorraine, moves her out of the way right as Thickums would have hit her. 
And then Thickums collapses on the ground into a big body pile. Yeah, because uh, they broke the connection. So as soon as Lorraine was able to break the connection, the connection that Thickums could have got severed too. So he just, he became blip. Yeah, he's just, just, he's like, just dead tissue oh, again. Oh, this sucks. And Lorraine's like, she knows who we are. She's like, shit, that did not work out the way I thought it would. Time so, to GT the FO. So they do. They GT the FO, and then they get back to the house. Um, it's at this point that the, I guess, like, camera guy, like, their their helper, their assistant, or whatever. Yeah. The um, James Wan self-insert guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is funny, because this actually wasn't directed by James no, Wan. No, but he was the one he who... He was the other one. You know, like, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, so they go back. He's like, hey, I found this, I found this book, and it has a... You know, it, it has a whole bunch of different stuff in it. And apparently you have to have uh, somebody who gets killed and then you have to have a suicide. So they're trying to do more research, everything else like that. Ed collapses because he faints because of his heart condition. So he collapses. Ed wakes up and is looking everywhere for Lorraine. It, I knew from the get-go that this was a dream because Lorraine would have been right next to him because she has made it abundantly clear that she is never leaving her man and good for you. So he canes downstairs, um, sees the door has been kicked open, sees Lorraine's necklace or rosary. Rosary. So he, see, he finds her rosary. He's freaking out about it because he thinks something bad's happened to her. And then you see the creepy lady in the background. She's so creepy. And she's like... Oh, you're the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've heard of you, I'm, Warrens. I'm going to taunt you and then go ahead and poofies and then something bad's going to happen. Doo-loo. And then she poofies. She poofies. And then the bad thing that happens is Thickum is back. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And we're just like, oh, no. And so he starts attacking him. Ed fights back with his, with his... Um, he he has Lorraine's rosary. Yeah, yeah, rosary. So he's like, he's like holding out like, and Christ compels you. And Thickums are like, because so he's, he's in a wind tunnel now. Yeah. So he's like, no. So he's, so he's pushing him back. Well, it's at this point that his arm gets grabbed and then he snaps out of it and he sees that he had a knife and he was about to stab Lorraine. Yeah. Thank God cameraman was there. For real. He saves the day. So Thickums is no longer there. Um, Ed is super pissed, though, because he realizes that because she cursed, like, they got the curse on him, it probably means that there's a totem in the house. Yeah. And he is salty. I was like, John, somebody, or, or who, Lorraine was like, what are you looking for? Somebody was like, what are you looking for? I was like, he's looking for a gun because he's going to shoot the bitch. <laughs> he's like, I'm done. But he, uh, yeah, he's flipping over couch things, uh, cushions, and he's, he's looking around. And finally, they get into their, like, the study, and that's when they find uh, a... Flowers. Like a get well soon flower uh -huh, thing. Because they've been getting flowers because Ed was in the hospital. And uh, she, Lorraine sees it, and she's like, when did that get here? Yeah. And they're dead. Yeah. Like, super ashy dead. Yeah. So he takes the flowers, and he crumbles them. And he the whole time, John's like, take that shit outside. It's like, it's, it's getting all over the carpet. <laughs> I get you don't have shag anymore, but come on, you gotta clean that up somehow. So they break the vase and all over the floor, and it's got one of the totems. It's got in one it. of the totems in it, yeah. So <clears throat> Lorraine at this point is pissed off too, so she's like, "Look, we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take the book." Unfortunately, there was a passage that we couldn't figure out because it's in Aramaic, uh, and we're gonna go back to the uh, fringe guy because he's gonna walk them through it. Uh, Ed decides that he's going to look at something or what is he looking at? Um, so Ed is actually trying, Ed and the camera guy are trying to find the, the area where she was at, the, mm. the, where her visions were because they knew it was near a train. They knew that they heard water. They knew, um, 
Uh, he, well, they were trying to figure yeah. out how close it was because we had one area that was 180 miles away and then everything else was within like 15 minutes. Yeah, but so apparently she went to... Jessica, the girl who stabbed her friend... Who was 150, you know, whatever miles away. Found found the, um, the creepy bone thing at college, which she was right down the street. Yeah. So everything was happening within a certain amount of miles yeah and because the commuter trains don't work during uh, x period of time because it was like a midnight thing uh then it had to have been the freight line and it had to be on the river and they figured all this out in like three minutes like unfortunately it was three minutes too slow to stop lorraine from going out the house by herself uh down to uh the uh the fringe guy's house because that's exactly where where she needed to go to figure out what the heck was going but on. But it's with actually this other... where the everything is saying that they have to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the problem. The guy was like, like it's like, oh no, it's by the river. And I'm like, was was the uh, the other thing near train tracks? I don't remember that. Uh, but apparently it was. So Fringe Guy's house is exactly what they're looking for. Uh, Ed freaks the hell out and he hauls ass out of the, the thing. Of course, he forgot his Pills. Yeah. So at the same time, um, well, actually right before this, right before Lorraine leaves the house, she tells Arnie's girlfriend that he, she needs to go with him um, or and be with priest, him yeah. and get the priest involved because some shit's going to go down and they need to be ready. So And God bless the little priest guy because he, he held strong. He, he's like, yeah, and he's not even like, you know, one of the, the normal people. He's like sitting there and he's they've this whole time. Uh, like they've got Arnie strapped down to a prison bed and he's sitting there giving out a liturgy uh, at the, like later on, like shit starts getting real. So fringe guy uh, is like, uh, I, I tried, I tried so hard and like, he's doing a great job because this guy does a really good, like I did, I accidentally enabled, you know, yeah, he, like, like he does a really good. I didn't mean to eat. I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. But anyway. I did. Yeah. So he talks about his daughter, this daughter that he had. His mother, um, the mother died during childbirth, he, so he was just raising her on his own. Yep. In Even this he, creepy house, he was a priest, a, yes. full of fucking occult stuff. Well, so he <coughs> and, and he had a decent reason for it. What he was trying to do was keep her from having problems with it and unfortunately uh that actually instead led to her his daughter uh to becoming enamored with the occult and wanting more and more of it so she did the bad so she is the female doug jones yep she is she is the occultist as she is listed in the uh the, the, the credits yeah, yeah. So at this point, Arnie, I think he is starting to like, rah, 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 you gatekeeper, keymaster kind of shit. Yeah. So she, so he wakes up. She says she's close. Um, the old man um, didn't want to see that his daughter was a part of it, so he was kind of just like, oh no, you know that. Yeah. Switch to. But, the, but now the I know. But now and I he's know. Like, Hey, you need to go. You need to get out of here and I'm, find the altar so I'm, you can destroy it. Yeah, because he's like, I know that the altar is underneath this place because she, is, she used to explore those tunnels all the time. There are many tunnels around here. Go. And he like opens up like a weird like side tunnel. Uh, Lorraine runs through. Just and, as the evil woman shows yeah, up. Yeah, so he closes the door. And the evil woman is just an amazing silhouette because it's this giant, terrifying silhouette. So like... Yeah. Oh gosh, it's just um, I, I can't like, even think of the word. Just lanky, like walking through. Well, fringe guy pulls out a gun and he, he's got like a like a like a revolver and he's like, "I failed as a priest. I failed as a, a father." And and he's trying to get something out, but uh, the occultist lady walks into a shadow like thirty feet away from him, and then like pops up behind him and slits his throat. 
like and like lays him down on the thing. Like it, this was like it's so heartless. Like, assassination the way that she, rogue kind yeah. of thing. I was like, oh, my. like the way that she does it. It's just I, I was like, <gasps> and um. So Lorraine is like stumbling through all the tunnels and stuff like that, trying to find the altar. Um, the evil woman is obviously coming for her. Starts pulling some whammies. Yes. Um, so she, oh my gosh. So, uh, oh, and then the evil woman grabs the knife that she actually slit her dad's throat with. So she has a knife, right? Coming after Lorraine. Lorraine's freaking out. Lorraine finds the altar, which is very well lit. Yeah. Like, it, was a, it was a nice, she, it was like they had the fire already going. She was ready to do some stuff tonight. Yeah. So, so she tries to dump it over. Lorraine is like. 90 pounds so yeah she's having so, a hard time doing it although like i said if you just push down on one end whoop right down probably right right would have gone Pro- probably so ed arrives right in his very very fancy i'm pretty sure it was a mustang Ba-da-da-da-ba-da. so ed arrives here's lorraine screaming lorraine's running the evil woman tries to to stab lorraine because she comes up behind her i do like the way that they did it because the connection is still there so lorraine can see the woman coming towards her like closer and closer um so, and so the woman is also like, open your eyes and look at me so I can watch me kill you, you know, kind of thing. It's so weird. Well, Ed has Ed has a sledgehammer, yeah. right? So he busts open into the, the tunnel where she is and is trying to find her. Um, the creepy woman finds him first. Yeah. So and Lorraine is able to, to knock her the hell off by like grabbing a hold of... She does a, a cute little thing where she... She's like like looking away kind of. So we see her looking at the thing, the, at the, the rock. rock. But like, you can see it through her eyes. Through the uh, the creepy woman's yeah, eyes. Yeah, so you so can it's see really the like, rock. A, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah, so she she Whack. grabs the rack, rack, rock, rock, <laughs> She whacks the rack with the rock. She uh, no. whaps, whaps the lady she, with the rock. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my god. Cracks the lady in the face. Uh, at, at that point, that the. Uh, uh, the lady's like, I'm on a whim wham, your your hubbo. And, yeah, uh, so she so he she she runs towards him, like looking like Lorraine, and then pops up right in front of him, and then blows something in his face that makes him like blind. Rubbery dust. Yeah, so he's like, uh, <gasps> I can't see anything. So it so turns him to a rage, and he's now like he's got a, the he's sledgehammer, smashing everything. Yeah. And uh, Lorraine is actually, they, they do, this is the part where I was saying that it's an amazing little camera trick. What they did is Lorraine is holding a flashlight and she's pointing it towards Ed. Ed is stumping towards her like uh, Jack Nicholson in uh, the, Shining. the Shining. And it's, but it's, it's all silhouette. It's like just, and it's this amazing, and he's just like smashing shit all over the place. And it's a really cool thing. It is. It's a really good view. And during this whole time, uh, Arnie Arnie is like tripping out. He is able to free himself. He's popping everywhere. Like, yeah, he's uh, contorting oh, all over the damn place. So uh, and this is when um, the windows all shatter. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of his handcuffs, falls on the floor, um, like creepy pops, contortions, all the way back towards the. The priest. And he the priest a, is the priest is doing like he's a, this little bald guy, and he's just like, ah, you know, I'm an sanctima, <laughs> and he's like, he's doing the liturgy, and he's just like, oh, I believe in Jesus now because please, God damn it, I just saw somebody trying to, kick, like, he's gonna kick my ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I and, to, I'm here for you, Jesus. Uh, and then uh, Arnie floats like three feet in the air and grabs a, a piece of shattered glass, starts bringing it towards his neck. I think he accidentally cuts himself just a smidge because it looks like he's got a little bit on his neck. Mm-hmm. Either that or that was CGI'd in. Uh, the girlfriend is grabbing a hold of the knife, trying to keep it away from him. Ed is still, we flash back over to Ed. Ed is still bashing the shit out of everything. Trying to get to yeah. Lorraine. Lorraine is like sitting there like 
like quavering in front of like something and she's just like you gotta remember you gotta remember and we've been flashing on their the, past yeah the first time that they ever met each other it's a beautiful little bit uh, and it's at that point that she uh, uh, does this uh, love is stronger than anything yeah and then they smash hell out of the um, the altar the altar ah so satisfying he's like ah boom and then he smashes the altar the altar just cracks right in half like, and Arnie's okay now. Arnie's okay, yay! yay! And then the occultist lady's like, I'm still gonna cut you. And, and she's standing there with her knife, and she's like, she's fucking pissed for obvious she's, reasons. she's Doug Jonesing it all over the damn place, because she's like, I'm creepy, I'm gonna creep at you. And then you hear crack, 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 crack. She drops her hand thing, yeah. And her, her hand twists, like, in a weird angle, and then her arms shoot out from behind her, and Ned's like, well... Your you, curse is broken. Your curse is broken, and you didn't deliver a soul, so I'm pretty sure that demon's gonna have to take yours. And this, it's the exact same version of her, but in very creepy makeup. And, you know, so she, like, yeah, so well, like, de- demon she, like, walks up to the occultist. The occultist is sitting there, and the demon just, like, has pointy teeth and is like, ah! And then it, it smashes its hand into her eyeballs and, like... Flips the head all the way around. Flips the head all the way around. And then her leg does something weird. Like... This is this has been... A, we've, we've been seeing a lot of, like, heads flipping around things. So this is very much like Army of, of the Dead with the head thing. No no cute little popping of the uh, the spine popping out. But still the very quick whoop. I think I think body um the the body thing is what creeps us out the most though like the oh, yes. the cracking and then the bones like not being in the right place and I believe this legs. this lady is actually a contortionist because when she Could falls be. over she does a very like creepy leg flipped over to the side thing it doesn't look right it's actually very painful <laughs> oh gosh it was uh, just it was and, just so uncomfortable and that's the end of the the thing very happy days uh Ed. Gets outside, and fortunately, he's having another heart attack, and he forgot his pills. Well, he's not having a heart attack, but he's definitely feeling lightheaded. Yeah. And he's like, Lorraine, I forgot my pills. And so she... she Lorraine is looking at him like he's a dumbass, like, which I thought was for like... real? I was like... Which is probably the most realistic look uh, of a married like, couple. Oh, good. You know, and then she, she holds up her little... like Her we, little locket. The locket that had. we've seen from the first, you know, movie, and she pops it open, and there's a little pill inside. There's a little heart <laughs> pill. So she saves him. So, <clears throat> so we actually we end up. That's the end of that, right? Yeah. And then we see um, everything's all better. Days later, Arnie is going into to court, uh, dressed up. The girlfriend runs over and kisses him. Uh, they have him in front of the the witness stand, kind of thing. And then uh, I guess it it says that he got he did get convicted for manslaughter. Yes, but only for five years. Yeah, so uh, he and the girlfriend get married afterwards, and they're still married to this day. Yep. Which was very nice. Um, Ed actually takes the altar bowl into their creepy room. Yep. And yeah, that's oh it, oh. And it then, ends on them like him showing her the gazebo. He built a gazebo for which her, which is exactly the same place that they they met. And I'm like, there's so many feels. Stop it. <laughs> John almost started crying. That's so sweet. He's so emotional. Uh, but it, and then it ends. It's very very it nice. Ends. And then we, you know, it was it was a nice movie. So all right, what are you gonna rate it? I'm gonna run a seven. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a seven. Oh my god! It's not like su- like nothing in this movie was super like out of the ordinary. This was very much. I would uh, watch this low- again. Oh no, I'll watch it again. It's seven. Well, I probably won't ever watch it again. Uh, I mean, I only watched the second one because I had to. 
Um, but uh, like this is this is not a it, to me it's not a draw. There isn't anything that's spectacular at it. There are two scenes, like I said, uh, that they do very well, where um, the the uh, the like the camera work is just amazing. But for the rest of it, and eh, not so much. So I'm actually going to give it an eight out of ten um, creepy effigies. I'm going to give it seven busted uh, glass uh, holy water containers out of ten. Yeah. I, I like this movie. I really do. And you know what? Um, I, I was seeing a lot of reviews about it wherever they say it's not as scary as the first and second Conjuring. I agree. There aren't as many creepy bits. This is way more occulty than the actual possession piece of it. Because the possession piece of it was so so important for the first and second movie. And they really try to bring it in on this one. But it has more to do with occultism the occult. and, and yes. Satanism. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the thing. is this, They weren't fighting Satan. They were fighting like a bad version of themselves. My issue was was we didn't have enough of that. Like we didn't have a whole a bunch of her like constantly being an antagonist. Uh, yeah. And it's a two and a half. It's, a, it's not a two and a half hour movie. This it's is like an hour and, and 50 minute movie. So it's a decently long movie, and they didn't have enough of that to me. I think it's mostly because they were focusing so hard on Arnie. I did not care about that guy. That that dude looks like sweaty Kristen uh, Glover. I can can deal with it. Oh uh, but you know, what about you? Did you what? Anything else you want to say? No, but I just I really like this movie. I didn't think it was as bad as some people made it out to seem. You just have to go yeah, into it's it definitely with an not open bad. mind. You have to go into it with an open yeah, mind. This so. is definitely not bad. You know, the thing is, is I have that definitely the, seen worse. There is nothing in this that. That is offensive is the best part about it like there's nothing in here that i was just like oh come on like or or like you know getting mad about it. this is very much a uh put it on tv and yeah this is okay true this is the the he has he didn't talk as much shit as he normally does during this movie so there, there was that yeah so if you got hbo max go ahead and give it a check uh, uh or go out to the movies or something like that but what about you did you Want to watch this one on HBO Max? Did you watch it somewhere else? Did you think that this was good? Did you hate uh, the fact that uh, it uh, completely destroys a box of pebbles uh, to have a rat inside of it? I don't know. Uh, Let us know. Reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com. Leave us a a message there or leave us a message on our Facebook and Twitters at esat3am or go to our main page, esat3am.com. Uh, or go on to Anchor FM, search Everything Scary at 3 a.m., and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Your melodious voice. Mm-hmm. But until next time. We will see you soon. Later. Bye.